0: Are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day?
1: We're going to start this thing off right. Raiders! Raider! 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 Raider!
0: Everything runs through love!
1: Great to be with you again on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks as always to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, back in the 806, after a road win, you exercise a few road demons, courtesy of a 39-14 to victory over the Baylor Bears in Waco. And as we will run down here with you today before we get into the week tomorrow, digesting some of the game and what seems like to me, Chris, just a lot of boxes checked as it relates to either like a keys to victory list we kick out, a wish list you might have had as a fan of what it would take to win. Uh, not many of those went unchecked as you really got busy as a team in just about all phases uh, to do what you did and get in a road
0: and conference win. It was a good day for the Guns Up gang, for sure, man. Uh, team win uh, in total. I thought this was a big boy game. This was a trench work uh, game i just thought that that, that you know you, you got you got worked uh, up front on both sides last year um and i think when these two teams matched up and you, you turned it over you 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 just kind of you you battled but then they just kind of pulled away and i think that even tenderrodr even said it last week i think our our will was broken and and that's what bothered me the most i think he said but in waco man i I just thought you you punched them in the mouth repeatedly up front and you won those matchups handedly and i thought uh it carried you and i think we can get into how efficient baron was again because i thought he was i thought it was really fun to watch uh you could tell he's not quite right yet still however just super efficient had the one mistake uh Taj has a mistake, but I think we will glow about him as well. And Miles Price with 10 catches. Baylor beating Baylor. Love that. I see you, Mr. (laughs) Cup. You want to win, throw it to the tight end, as they say. Uh, Then we have all these guys on the defense. Linton, Duda, Esters, Cole, Jalen and Tony. Uh, Rabbit was back flying around the field. Uh, But it, it was just your groups up front. You know, you ran it like for the most part when you wanted to a lot and they did not. The end. Okay, great to be with you, Chris, and hope you'll join
1: us for the next episode. (laughs) What more needs to be said? We settle it right there and you're exactly right. And that came out of the gates immediately. And that was on my wish list, particularly in a road environment. But hey, do it every week uh, if you want to see me tickle pink. I really think out of the gates on the road, uh, you deliberately, methodically kind of grind your way down the field. And I'm not against a big hitter. If you can do it, sure, that'll zap the life out of a stadium too. But also, Chris, as you begin to kind of bend the opposition to your will, immediately drive number one as Taj Brooks is pounding. And I don't know what the number was exactly, but it seemed like, I don't know, you are going for seven or eight a carry <laughs> right there in the first quarter. I mean, that zaps a lot of life out of not only the crowd, obviously, but the opposing sideline. And you got to credit those big boys up front, Stephen Hamby's group, and obviously the ball carriers as well. But, you know, credit the plan to come out and try to do that because it was a sight for sore eyes. It's not something I, I think I've seen all that often as a Tech fan over recent years or, or decades, but uh, you did it Saturday.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I, I think you're still dealing with a quarterback that's not, you know – uh just all the way back yet i think you could see he lacks some arm strength at, at times with some of the throws and i don't know how much uh work he got last week uh which was it was none the week before and so i think that you know you're kind of doing it out of necessity but also because it's working and it's been fun to watch and i think what's fun is you know the the back shoulder throw to koi aiken it's it's really just set up by the run game i think that uh the second touchdown by Baylor Cup was a play action was all set up by the run game. So you're kind of running to set up the to throw it, which for the last, I don't know, 20 plus years, you've really threw it to set up the run. It's kind of like, you know, I think you're, you're you, largely been your mentality around here. Not, also not sometimes throw it to set up the throw
1: we've had some of those right as well
0: making my point yes that's right yeah what what you said yes I think you said it better than I did yes um but this is what's working and this is like you're you're, you're playing to your strengths and I don't know I don't know Kansas State may be one of those uh, that I would be worried about like can you still do this they are extremely fundamental and all that and we'll talk about that uh, as we go along all week but right now it's working but I, I just thought it, it, it's like you just flipped the script on Baylor. It's like these were the the exact same game played by the road teams uh, in back to back years. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just eerily right. similar to the way that each home team just got bl- a bloodied mouth and that never really recovered and almost kind of limped out of the stadium. You know, Tech was able to recover last year and kind of survive it and and be better for it and all that. I don't know what, what happens with Baylor here because their big comeback against Central Florida looks even worse now uh, on paper in that, you know, they go to Lawrence and just Central Florida like the rest of the newbies in this league are just having a hard time adjusting to what a power five league looks like. Well, you know, it's always going to be a welcome
1: to the Big 12 moment when you go strap it on in Lawrence, Kansas. We've all known that over the years, so <laughs> don't worry about it, Central Florida. That's nothing atypical to get housed by the Jayhawks. Woo! Okay, that's for a different show. Uh, Chris, you see Taj Brooks's name there on the screen. We're kind of alluding to all the pieces that uh, kind of add up to the night that he has, but obviously his individual work was a lot of fun to watch as well, and I'm just rubbing my eyes this morning thinking, am I really seeing the number 31 uh, beside a Texas Tech running back's name? That was uh, something to see. I don't know that it's got to be that every week, but I imagine Taj had a lot of fun uh, carrying that load. Because as I suggested on Friday, it was Taj time around the clock.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Career high in carries, I I think, obviously. Um, (laughs) I I, I, I think you're right. I think you can't. You're playing with fire. You lean on him that much, uh, you know. I think as we go forward here, I just think it takes a toll on him um, because you, you you don't think about all the other plays that he's involved in and, and all those things. We've t- touched on that, but I thought the way that the game was played, you're kind of using him to just get to the end of the game and milk it, and just you know you know just kind of beat on Baylor a little bit uh, as you're as you're just kind of trying to work the clock some and and you know get out of there. He had the one mistake, which I don't recall ever seeing him fumble it. Uh, but aside from that, another just stellar night. Uh, another, you know, and I, I, I said something out, uh, you know, on this about on on Twitter uh, or X or whatever we're calling it. I just love the way he scores. He hands the ball to the referee. He's not loud and boisterous and rah rah. He's not a look at me guy. Whenever you talk to him he just starts figuring out who to defer to my line, my tight end, my quarterback got me in a good play. And it's just, he's a pleasure to be around because he's so um, well liked and respected and his play just does the talking for him. That's just kind of who he is. He's a great human and it's fun to kind of watch him really kind of put this thing on his back uh, to a certain extent and give you, an identity because I think that we could sit here and talk about how you're a running team till you're blue in the face. You remove him from the equation that changes dramatically. You can't do this with Cameron Valdez and Nehemiah Martinez on a full-time basis. No, you can't. It's just, just, yeah, he's different. (sighs) And whether he's turned himself into kind of this dude, it still looks a little bit different, I think because it's so outside the box for us around here. But it's as close to to that as I think we we have, and that we've seen, uh, and and I I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I I don't know how long it can last. I think there's some teams that are going to go, no, like we we'll, we'll put eight in the box. And we're going to find out how healthy your quarterback's arm is, or we're going to find out if you can beat us repeatedly throwing it because Tech has not shown the ability to kind of methodically. You know, throw it uh, short, long, medium, all that stuff. Yeah, you're hitting teams, but it's really this run game that's setting a lot of those throws up right now. But Taj deserves a lot of credit, as do those guys up front. Yeah, no question. Great night for him. A
1: lot of fun to watch. And, uh, I mean, yeah, at the same time, it was great. But I didn't see him show a Rolex to the visiting student section after the game. So, really, how good was it? I don't know if it was all that great. Uh, Some things to work on moving forward. Um, Chris. The trench work, we're touching on the offensive lines effort a lot in this ground game conversation, but love to see that as they were being fed and taking advantage of it moving forward in the ground game. But also, I think you called it on the uh, immediate post-game video we shared there on X at Locked On Tech or also here on YouTube. If you're subscribed, you probably saw Chris there uh, after the game in the bowels of McLean Stadium. And you talked about a coming out party for Steve Linton and some of his compatriots. I mean, it was fun to see a guy flash and you kind of sit up, or at least I did. I'm like, all right, who's number eleven? Because you can't ignore the guy. And so we're talking Ledette, we're talking Linton, we're talking a host of guys. Uh I'm sorry, Esther's. We're talking guys that really did for the first time kind of take advantage of some of what we I guess involved in our offseason conversation about. Man, they're flashing here or there from a practice standpoint, but uh Coming out party, I think, is an apt descriptor for what we finally saw.
0: You you just collectively got after them, and they really – I mean, I I had not seen a team in a while just go, you know what, we're just going to quit trying to run it. I mean, like we give, and that's kind of what happened. But even with all the pass attempts, I mean, 11 tackles for a loss, you you sacked Blake Shapin six times, I mean, Linton around the edge, Cole was involved, uh, Duda Banks, which was this, this this absence for the last couple of three weeks that you kind of like, I don't know how big of a deal that was. Well, the way he played against Baylor, if he, if he plays with that kind of effort, I mean, gosh, like who who made him mad? Um, <laughs> and, and then I thought Charles Esters. And this is what's fun about following a team closely if you're really invested. Look, it sucks when you lose. It's fun when you win. But when you really follow it closely, it's fun to kind of look at the, the next wave. And we I feel like we keep th- – this this next wave is growing. We've got all these freshmen, but now you, you see these guys, they're like these red shirts or these sophomores that you could just tell when the, the Bradfords and the Hutchings and some of these older guys, when they depart, here's who you're handing the keys uh, to, to this defense to. And you, you're, you're kind of seeing it up close right now because they – they had as much of an effect on the game as anybody. Um, And I thought it was just fun because you, heck, I don't want to say you got better when the starters came out, but you you did not drop at all. And they just, they played angry and it was kind of fun. Yeah, and some of these guys
1: have been in and out from an availability standpoint, health-wise or whatever. And so, yeah, whenever you see some of them flash and you're thinking, all right, Okay, there's the example of what can be done when the dude is feeling good or available at all, and it does make you feel a little bit differently about what you were maybe missing out on in some previous weeks. We don't know what we don't know, but we know now that these guys can make some plays, so hoping for good luck, of course, from a health standpoint and for uh, that to continue on. And as we're sitting here talking about some of those who are kind of emerging from the back line, I guess you could say, or the back burner, second string rotation options, how about a guy that just uh, a couple of months ago, I don't even know if he was you know, really <laughs> enthralled within that. I don't back up, third string, rotational. But yeah, fourth down, who's making a play? Ben Roberts, leading tackler once again. And he's just now a grizzled vet. I mean, I'm already forgetting what he was doing a month ago. <laughs> Chris, it's, it's amazing to see. And man, it really gets you excited about what the future could hold for a guy like him. And forget far off. How about this season when you get healthier? Because Josiah Pierre was back in the mix. That was great to see. And we're thinking about a Jacob Rodriguez return on the horizon. Golly, but it all starts with a guy like Ben
0: Roberts really showing up and taking advantage of his opportunity. Could be back uh, soon for Jacob Rodriguez. But you are – yeah, you, you, you've you there, – there's more – and like Mike Dingle. You know, I think it's it's – you could tell that they've committed, okay, like he's going to play some now. He's too fast, too explosive. He He's in the mix. We're not just going to lean on Krishan and Kosai type guys and just leave them out there and all that. No, this is a group effort now. And, and, like, yeah, Ben is just this grizzled vet. He's one of your most consistent guys. All of a sudden it feels like overnight he's going to be one of these dudes that, like, you know, look up in a couple of years and opposing coaches are going to be like, he's still there. You know, like he it, it, we, I feel like we played against him like eight times, you know, but um and those are those are fun guys to have on your on your team. Uh but I yeah, once you get Jacob back, I just it just makes you better and, and fresher and, and all those things. And maybe you can tweak and move some guys, uh, or or provide depth at different spots if when you've got all this depth and things like that, or it allows you to bring Jacob back, you know, when he's really ready instead of having to push him into it maybe before he's ready. But I know he's chomping at the it the bit too but yeah it makes for a a, a fun you know kind of scenario because you've been able to, to maintain your level of play even though you've, you've been taking a few hits but it was the defense was the healthy side of the ball against Baylor it was the offense that was missing a few pieces but uh yeah it, it was just it, it's gonna be fun to watch as these guys get back and get healthy
1: Watching those pieces come together, man, really has you thinking about where you can finish as a team this year, possibly. But uh, heavy lifting is coming your way. And, oh, by the way, coming off a loss, so always great to see a well-coached team motivated by failure the week before. That's just what we need. But Tech opens as a slight favorite. It will probably be like uh, we saw last week with a push throughout the week. Red Raiders and Purple Wildcats, Tech and K-State as they Come back to the LBK, and we got you all week long to get you ready for that one. Chris, appreciate the time, as always. Glad you made it back to West Texas,
0: my man, and uh, we'll do it again on the other side. Absolutely. All week long, man. The Red Raiders back in the thick of things, so we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, we'll talk about it all week right here on Locked on Texas Tech.
1: That's right. Stay in the thick of things by subscribing on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. For Chris, I'm Casey, and we'll see you for the next round on Locked on Texas Tech.